the history of it, which I think we're going to, you know, we will parse out a bit of what some of our opinions are of the history of witchcraft. Um, but I think it, a lot of it is more about the things um, around witchcraft than actual witchcraft itself, right? Because there's a question a lot of the time in terms of what aspects that were said about witchcraft actually existed and right. what parts were made up for the persecution of women and also of, I mean, like that's, you know, that's probably the, the most of it is, is this patriarchal, patriarchal persecution of women. But then there's also the, um, like taking advantage of, certain nobility groups and stuff to seize their land and property for the, the church. In yeah. Certain regions. One of the, one of the big things I was looking at was, uh, the accusations against the Knights Templar, which doesn't usually, I feel like it's sort of in the same, uh, terrain as, as witches in that it's like accusations of like heresy, but also like magic and, but for some reason, that doesn't always come up in, the, in this uh, conversation about witchcraft. But that's really what they're accused of. Like, it's the same kind of thing. And that was, I mean, it depends who you believe. Like, there are people who seriously, like, dive into, like, the, the details of the accusations against the, the Templar order. Uh, you know, the the kissing of the of the animals and the, and the people on the, on the bottom mm-hmm. of the stuff like that and like the the worship of the baphomet head or maybe it was muhammad or you know whatever it ended up being uh like all these accusations but when it what it boiled down to like politically was just a seizure of great wealth from an order that had grown to like a crazy stature you know when they were supposed to be a like a poor man's group you know like a uh an order of like ascetic monk warriors but they became like one of like a, like a world power so it was kind of like a sudden redistribution of the wealth that they had hoarded um so that's like an like using these kinds of accusations of heresy and witchcraft and magic as like a political thing like as you were saying about the the use of it in like uh to accuse women who were maybe messing around with unorthodox medical practices or uh that's or even just like women who didn't do like what some guy wanted them to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right yeah just like i don't really like the the way she looked at me yeah yeah uh, i mean it's in yeah in many cases that it was that simple um but you know to your point um it is totally hand in hand connected to the persecution of the Knights Templar, a group who, you know, created the first, um, like I wouldn't say created the first banking system, but created a banking system that became super powerful in Europe. Um, and the problem is that this group, um, became a threat to, uh, the papal church. And in so many cases, that's what this is about is threatening the authority and power of the papal church. Um, so or of that, governments too, like the French government, uh, at the time as well, like threats. Yeah. But of course, uh, the, 
the Pope was not to be offended. So yeah, I would say in the case of the Templars, maybe, but these things were both hand in hand anyway. Like papal yeah, authority yeah, right. was hand in hand with, with governments. Um, you know, we're talking about events of, you know, probably about the persecution of witchcraft. Um, in in the way we're talking about it um is probably about like the course of you know 1200s um to uh maybe the beginning of the 19th century um but uh the, it's yeah like witches as such like like the the burned witches well it all changes uh, i would say it really all changes with the the pers- the albigensian crusade and the persecution of the cathars is where yeah um a lot of this stuff um begins to shift um because originally up until that point which was like 1212 i think the albigensian crusade happened against um ascetic heretical group christian groups that were um influenced by gnostic teachings um essentially believed that the God of the Bible was not a true representation of the Christian God, but was a false God. And that's a no, no in the eyes of the papal church who gets their authority yeah, they, they, from that God in those texts. It took, uh, took a lot of the accusations against the Cathars and used that in like the, the accusations against the Templars. Yeah. Where there's a lot of crossover there, which is interesting. Like it makes you wonder if, I guess it depends if you assume the the Templar accusations were in any way based in reality or if they were just like political smearing. Um, because, yeah, it's so interesting how the, the sort of Gnostic strain made it all the way to the Cathars. And yeah, maybe for people who don't know, what are, who are the Cathars? Just so we can have that be on the air. Yeah, they were they were a group in in the south of France um, in Languedoc. I don't, I'm not pronouncing that properly, probably that town. Yeah. Um, but th- I think they originated in the Baltics and made their way down there. Um, connections to like Manichaeism and um, different forms of Gnosticism. Uh, they had their own set of rituals, but they were essentially ascetics. And from what people um say about them is that they were kind of like had an anti-natalism um they believed that the material world was was built created in a sort of ignorance by a god who you know stole its power from the true unknowable god which is in a way closer to um the atavistic god of like serenanos or something like that um but the Gnostics had a, a very um, complex myth-making and cosmology. See uh, previous episodes on Patreon, especially our um, series on Gnosticism called Saucers of Despair. Um, but they they gained a lot of... They were gaining some influence and power. A lot of nobility was starting to join up. And, and I forget the name of the gentleman in France, but one noble joined and he was um a lord and he was on the radar of um local bishops and that was enough um and the pope declared um a crusade and every um 
every noble in the area uh, joined up because they loved to crusade because it meant uh, like rape pillage and, and like taking a bunch of treasures and things from these people. Um, so they were yeah. completely decimated in, in the span of like two months. Um, and it's an interesting idea that is brought up that, you know, these people weren't actually worshiping the devil and that obviously, you know, the devil, the idea of the devil is, um, it's kind of like taking previous pagan gods and then making them adversarial to the new religion of Christianity. Um, because it's a way right. of yeah. scaring people off of, you know, continuing those traditions and also persecuting the people and, and annihilating the people who worship those, you know, traditional atavistic religions, um, or practices. Um, right. There's sometimes they're just folk traditions, uh, that get people labeled as, as the witch, like, which is really interesting. Um, but it's because, yeah, I, I sorry. I was just going to finish my thought that, yeah, yeah. There's an interesting concept that um, people after those crusades, because a lot the witch hunting really get get gets like its first initial force in France after those crusades of the Cathars. Um, mm. So there's kind of an idea that maybe there was like this remnant of you know that these Gnostic groups um, that after surviving or like having a familial survival of those crusades, then in turn began to like pray to this adversarial God that they saw. And, and, you know, that's where like the concept of devil worship and like cursing and hexing kind of gets it, its legs um, and, and speaks to the reality of that, like possible dark side of witchcraft. Um, Right. Yeah, you do wonder how much of like part of like the popular um, representation of the of the witchcraft stuff is that there was sometimes truth to it, and like these witches were doing like these crazy things, you know, like the movie The Witch, you know, or whatever they have. Well, there really was some sort of great evil. It was. I mean, obviously, that was a there's a bit of um, ambiguity as to what the moral like nature is there, but that there's some reality to this witchcraft is often how it's, how it's portrayed even today when academically it's often just sort of, well, it's like satanic panic is like thought of as like a, a version of, of like the witch hunt type thing. And witch hunt itself is like a term people use for like unfounded, accusations of whatever like it doesn't it's almost like it's like a structural term now that we use to talk about um like mad madness of crowds but also like unfounded accusations um especially against groups of people and it's so it's cool to think about what um the specifics were back then and when you look at it um it's usually sort of like things about like like people not following very baroque 
Christian doctrine, like if we're looking at like the like the Scottish or the American witch trials, or it's like these sort of absurd, almost um, unbelievable, like accusations of um, whatever it is, like murder or like changing someone. So it's like these it's this balance of like what they were accusing people like the Templars of, like heresy, like extreme heresy and then these more bizarre sort of supernatural um accusations yeah and yeah it's interesting how the lore of of the witch has sort of adopted some of these things and how some of them have kind of fallen away like i feel like when when we think of the archetype of the witch now we don't we don't like post wicca we don't think of someone who is this like fervently like anti-christian or like someone who like, goes out of their way to like spit on a cross or whatever mm-hmm. we think of them as someone who has their own religion because of uh someone i wanted to, to talk about at some point in the episode was gerald gardner mm-hmm. who founded wicca, wicca and who was a bizarre character in himself but it made me realize that wicca which we think of as like this ancient thing because it presents itself as that is actually like younger than the Ouija board mm-hmm. like it's not uh it, it pays like heed to you know or whatever you want to say it, it like draws from ancient pagan practices kind of but as a organized religion it's like younger than Ford you know <laughs> like younger than, than Ford yeah 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 because I mean like people um, accuse Gardner of having hired Crowley, whose birthday it is today. And oh, we'll, yeah. we'll probably talk a little bit about on the show too. Um, but people accuse Gardner of having hired Crowley to write the Book of Shadows, which is the Wiccan yeah. text and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's funny what you're saying. Crowley was a ghost, he was a ghost writer for Evangeline Adams, I think, uh, an astrologer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it's probably possible i don't know yeah yeah but in the Buckland book he seems to think that's a a throwaway um accusation um Mm. so i don't know what the consensus is on that that's just something i came across but you're right i mean it's 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 kind of a new it's a new religion that tries to bridge the gap to that um to the oldest religions. Um, so in that way, we kind of see it as this like pure strand or, or this kind of like continuation as yeah. opposed to something like theosophy or Thelema yeah. that are these... It's way more like theosophy, right? <laughs> or like, or a new religion. It just has, I mean, older, because it's not about the kinds of things that witches were accused of when they were actually killed for being witches are like things that we wouldn't really understand as like crimes because we don't live in that kind of society. Maybe people who live in like theocracies would be like, Oh yeah, that's like, that's something. But in America we're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really, I don't get the idea that like Gardner's Wiccan um, teachings are about, the middle ages witchcraft and stuff like that more that it's kind of like getting back to a pre Roman Catholic pagan 
tradition of like um you know the the wotan or the the cernanos um and the worship of the goddess and stuff like that which are kind of these these things that we have a history of like anglo-saxon um craft and stuff like that and the religion of the anglo-saxons um but it is kind of a broad yeah. piece of history that allows a lot of projection um but it's interesting because um witchcraft is kind of like i say it's a hyper object because it it's a it's something that it's not clear exactly what it is and but it's something that has a very potent um area of contention that people project a lot of different things upon it you know a lot of people you can find this episode in its entirety and more exclusive content at patreon.com slash consensus unreality